Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from me and safely social social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. We're going quickly Hi. because uh, we may have Jordan Clarkson any second. All right. I'm ready to <laughs> head on over there. No, I just had to speed through the intro because we can, you know, we can interrupt our, our buffoonery at any time. But I wanted to get through that. You know, oh, you had me all jangled. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> how's it going, buddy? You doing all right? All right. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Yeah, doing all right. Went and got the Christmas tree this morning. Tweaked my back as I was hauling it in the house, but uh, I'm I'm all right. Hey, hey, hey! What what do you? I, I usually tease you uh, about uh, not doing manual labor, but in, in the case of uh, you know, you beat yourself up pretty good not that long ago. What are you What are you doing lifting trees around, man? I don't know. I just that's, a, that's not good. Are don't you Paul Bunyan? Take yeah. it easy. Hey, <laughs> hey. Knock that off. <laughs> oh, well, it was, uh, uh, I had some help. So anyway, it was, it was okay. But, uh, man, I did it quick. Went down there, got the tree inside of like 10 minutes, loaded it up and on our way. And uh, I turned to my wife and I said, oh, did we tip them? And she said, yeah. Guess how much my wife tipped uh, the, the guy at the Christmas tree place for the, the Christmas tree. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me take a guess here. <clears throat> okay. It's it's nothing outrageous. Uh, I, okay, I'm just going to take a guess. You ready? More than you would have. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. <laughs> We can leave it Thank at that. Thank you for yeah. playing. How much would Gordon not tip? <laughs> I do. I do like tipping. Uh, I, I like to do that, but, uh, she was rather generous. <laughs> so. And you were just about to complain about it. So I saved no, you there. I no, saved you. No, it's all right. no. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks for the lifeline. Anyway. Uh, so I'm, I'm in a festive mood. Good. Today. I mean, you, you didn't tip the Porsche delivery guy. So why would you tip the Christmas tree guy? One, it wasn't a Porsche and two, it's yeah, I, Porsche. I gave, I gave him everything I had with me. <laughs> I only have one Porsche. Uh, can I so like a gum wrapper or what? I can I real quick uh, before we get to to Jordan Clarkson? I just want to give a quick shout out to the security team here at Vivint Arena. Oh yeah. Uh, I I had kind of a, a a funny moment today, Gordon, and they they had a little fun at my expense, but it was not uh, anything bad. I we parked. Did on they the, have you up against the wall? No, I parked uh, the side of the road. Uh, because we, we no longer have park in the back privileges, which is just a bummer. But, you know, life goes on. So uh, I walk down the back ramp, right? 
and uh, I walk into security, and uh, I turn the corner and see them in their masks and realize, no, I left my mask in the car. And, of course, I immediately go, oh! And uh, now, here's the thing. These uh, fine uh, people have seen me leave stuff in my car before. Like, uh, I'm kind of notorious for it. Like and, every day. Uh, yeah, like a lot. And so <laughs> they go, oh, looks like you're going to have to walk all the way back up the ramp. Oh, all the way. It's cold out there, too. I mean, just, you know, rubbing it in. And then, of course, they uh, hand me a mask, which they have on hand for visitors. Oh, good. So they, they ended up being nice to me. But they did. They let me they let me dangle there for a moment, thinking, you know, kind of, oh, great. Going to have to. Go back up the ramp in the cold. And I, I know it's not that, you know, it's more annoying than it is taxing, I suppose. But they, they decided to rub it in a little bit first. So it was pretty funny. One word, Jake. One word. Think. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's really bad. Are you? I mean, I Gordon, I will leave my house. I'll be down the street in my car and that kind of guy who's got to turn around. Just today, my wife asked me to mail uh, holiday cards. Uh, you know where those holiday cards are? Still sitting, uh, <laughs> sitting where, on where our, she left them. Sitting on our <laughs> kitchen table. Jake, come on! I I don't I don't know. I'm just that I'm ah, spacey. So it's come not on. just me asking you for reads that no, you ignore. Okay. This is my life, and it's not ignoring. It's just not listening. It's just <laughs> not caring. It's just getting easily distracted. Funny that you say those things though, because I they sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you that? Are you like that? What's the name of that dog that you know? You snap your fingers over here, you snap your fingers over there, and the head's yeah, just and, constantly. Yeah, and I'm out. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I don't know. So Is there anyway, a I'm here. For that? I don't know. I don't... Well, I try to. No, I, I, there probably is a remedy, but let's face it, you know, I haven't done it yet. Am I? Am I ever going to? I'll try to listen better to Austin. I will do that because that is that's my job after all. So how's I, that going? I, I Austin? probably should. Oh, I'm. Te- we've we've we had a great day yesterday. We did have a good day yesterday. I even missed one and made it up without Austin having to tell me. And my reaction was, "Thank you." I uh, said, "No, I I don't think I did, but I was floored." <laughs> and I was I stopped what I was doing immediately and looked at you and went, "Wow, <laughs> yeah, I got I got it." It's one day at a time, man. One day at a it's time. It's like you missed our anniversary, but you remembered at midnight. So at least you were eventually remembered. <laughs> oh, good. Well, that's progress. Oh man. So anyway, shout out to uh, building security. Things things kind of getting back to normal around here. I mean. Uh, uh, Gordon, there's there's going to be some fans in attendance for the games. We we found out part of the NBA schedule today. We will get to that, uh, of course. But uh, they're trying to, uh, I think, uh, uh, prepare as best they can. It's short notice, too, you know. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near normal. But uh, it's uh, no, it's better than better than uh, regression, I guess. You know. Well, yeah, fifteen hundred fans is is certainly far from normal. But I, I I think more it's you know people you know this Gordon people who work around here they love they you know love being a part of the 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 sport and the game and the action and uh, take their jobs very seriously as as you know putting on you know right down to the game ops people and uh, ushers and all the wonderful people that make NBA basketball happen around here they want to do it you know and I think they're excited and people are kind of getting ready 
A little bit of a, as much of a buzz, I guess, as there can be around this building at the moment. Right. I mean, there are obviously much bigger issues out there, but uh, but people who work in those jobs, my experience in talking with security people, with uh, the ushers, with uh, everyone that's involved in the in the game process, they're people. They're people. People. Yeah. They like being around the folks, and they miss them. They miss them. So when when a bunch of people can get back together. Uh, I think there's going to be a whole lot of, a whole lot of, hey, how are you going on? Uh, people miss others seeing the same familiar faces. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, uh, again, we're we're kind of treading water here for a second. We're going to start the show off with Jordan Clarkson, who's scheduled to talk to the media. Uh, Royce O'Neill is scheduled to talk to the media after Jordan Clarkson has done so, probably around two thirty. But then again, Jordan was supposed to be at two, so. You know, stuff happens. I have a weird question for you two as we wait. I'm not going to divulge who it is, but there's a well-known media personality waiting on this Zoom call. Okay. And their name on the Zoom call is not the name they go by publicly. How often do you think that happens? Oh, you mean like uh, stage names names or something like that? Oh, okay. And so this is their, their, they use the account personally, so it's their actual name. I know their name is not actually Dr. Seuss. Yeah, yeah, what's Dave Fox's real name? (laughs) He wouldn't be on a Zoom call. Yeah. He's on a golf course. I want to know. I want to know Dave's real name. Uh, Who? Who would? uh, Jeez, I don't know. But how often do you think that actually happens? Uh, Probably a fair amount. Yeah. I've I've learned over the years that several people go by different names than they are actual their actual names. I always wondered maybe I should have come up with a fake name. Oh, in, in the radio what, in business, the media, in, uh, in the media. Oh, yes. in, in the radio business, people change their name all the time. Scott Gerard really? was originally I mean, Scotty Miller <laughs> when he was no. spinning the country hits up in Idaho. No, no, I I know of no one who has done that. How could that be possible That's not true. when you worked in the same building with probably, hmm, at very least, a handful of them for like 10 years? Can you give me an example? Well, I don't want to sell anybody out. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but, I'll but, say okay, it in well, your ear. Let's say at the old Simmons Media, there were several people uh, that, that. Okay. All right. So I know of one. I know of one. And the but one that the, I'm the, mentioning to you without naming, you know this person. Huh. That's on well, I, I, hey, well, you know what? But I, I, but I don't, I don't know to... that they had changed their name. I, that, that's, okay, okay. Uh... Hey, you know what? This is an obvious one, so I, I don't mind on this one. But but I, I hate to break it to you, Gordon, but Todd Newcomb's last name isn't Newcomb. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and you've known Todd for a long time. Okay, yeah, that's what. But I was thinking more on the sports side, the media, as opposed to, uh, you know, Hosts or DJs, uh, folks like that. Well, that's why I said the radio business. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm with you in that regard. But uh, still, I think it's rather uncommon, really. I don't think this is a regular. Boy, if if Jake, if you were going to change your name to something, I wonder what you would go with. I don't know, but I always thought the, the greatest stage name ever was Rip Torn. But it turns out that it's not that far <laughs> off of what his actual name is. I was. Uh, Whoa, me, what is his actual name? Uh, it's Ter Rip. Is his real his name? His Torn is his last name, yeah. and his name is Elmore Raul Torn Jr. And, and people uh, called him Rip his before whole life. he. Yeah, yeah, before he was ever a he was ever a famous guy. I mean, it's no Chester Shadows, <laughs> right? But it's up there. 
But I always love that Rip Torn. What a great stage name. Yeah, that is a good one. I'd go That's with a really uh, good one. I'd go with Captain as my first name. Just okay. because everyone then has to call me Cappy. I was <laughs> I've always thought about that naming your kid, you know, Captain? Some, or general or something like that. Lieutenant? <laughs> Have you done Scott? your homework? Jake Scott is a pretty good name as it is. You I know. appreciate um, that. Yeah. Scotty named his kid after you. Yeah, that's a fact. It's not. It's but. not a fact, but it, it is a, <laughs> kind of an amazing coincidence. So wait a minute. Austin, you'd be Captain Horton? No, no I think I'd change the last name too. To, to what? I don't know. Captain Fun. Come on. Uh, if you were on our show, Captain you were on good our time. station, and we were we, and, and Jake, and I, <laughs> Jake and I going back and forth and talking to you as our producer, Captain Fun? No, no, no. Captain Good Times, way better. <laughs> let's let's throw down to our reporter on the scene, Captain Good Times. <laughs> that's a great uh, one. Uh, I think that's Austin. You have, you have given Austin a new a nickname. nickname, Captain Good Time. Oh, man. It hey, let's, me. let's get down to Derek Favors for the walk-off interview. Uh, Captain Good Time's got him. <laughs> Captain? <laughs> Thank you, soldier. And, you know, oh. we would have to shorten it to C-A-P apostrophe in. Captain. Captain. Captain oh, Good Time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a new nickname. I like that. Yeah, that'll work. So long, EP. Captain Good Time's here. <laughs> Captain Good Time has arrived. Oh, I oh like it. man! Now I can say, you know, uh, Captain Good Time producing today across the glass from me. <laughs> Doesn't really work with Austin's airing of grievances, Austin's list, but no, no. But you know what? Maybe, maybe what you need. Here's all... Captain Good Time to just yell at everyone. See, yeah, maybe... but that can be sarcastic too. Maybe you needed a nickname for like a positive persona. Oh. Maybe this is where it all turns around. <laughs> you know, like like the the bad luck that was that was the EP. You know, the the good luck that's Captain Good Times territory. I, okay. <laughs> I like that thinking. Yeah. You, you find a quarter. So if I, if I had been called Captain Good Time, that home run ball would have been hit before I went to the That's bathroom. what I'm saying. Captain Good Time catches that ball. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> He catches that ball. And doesn't spill his drink. You know what? Next time you find a quarter in the parking lot, I want you to go, Captain Goodtime. <laughs> Living oh, right. This is too funny. Anytime something good happens. Yeah. Captain Goodtime. Captain Goodtime. All aboard. <laughs> All aboard. And you know. The good you, ship fun. Uh, you know, uh, Harper will, will embrace the Captain Goodtime persona. She's good. That, may, that just means play. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so this, this I think we're on to something here. She knows a different Austin than the the world knows. <laughs> that's probably true. I hope so. Nobody, one person on this planet knows that Austin. Yep, and that's <laughs> that's Harper. That's funny. And my wife most of, of the time. Of course, of course. Harper's going to be sitting going, Daddy, I want Captain Good Time. <laughs> so funny, you make that you make that that yellow light, Captain Good Time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, I make every yellow light. <laughs> it's the red ones I shouldn't be making. I I make now, does, this, does this make Whitney, what, Mrs. Goodtime? Well, that's, that's, I don't I know guess. if I want to get into nicknaming my wife, <laughs> especially with the two of you. No, no, no. We can, we can limit it to just you, Austin. Yeah, that's please. Fine. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, let's so, go out to Mrs. Goodtime. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> that doesn't work. No. Uh, update from the Zoom call. The media is bragging about their mile times on the treadmill today. So. God, that's oh, not a, that's not Anytime, a high, Jordan. We're ready. That's not a high bar there. <laughs> not a high bar it's there. It's a high number. <laughs> you know, people saying, uh, reporters being like, man, I got it done in a half hour today. <laughs> <laughs> 100 yards. It was a brisk walk. <laughs> Only uh, took four breaks. <laughs> Only had to sit down once. Hey, I, I'm one of those people. I told the story the other day about uh, how I was forced to walk up the ramp to the studio and, and didn't think I was going to make it. So, you know. I've had I've had those, you know. It shouldn't be that way, though, you know. It really shouldn't. Well, when you're going up the steps like that, yeah, it can get you a little bit. You know, it's not like it's it's not like you're climbing Mount Everest, but it's uh, you know, it's not a straight walk. <laughs> but I still feel like I should not feel the way I do after doing that. And then, and then I came in ten minutes later, dripping <laughs> and just swearing. <laughs> Captain Goodtime was dead. That, that was that not afternoon. Captain Goodtime. <laughs> that was Admiral Death. That was not a that was not a Captain Goodtime moment. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so funny. That works perfect. Oh, oh man. Nice oh, what a, what a game for Donovan Mitchell. He's standing by now with Captain Goodtime. Cap- <laughs> uh, Do I have to wear a boat hat? Oh, man. <laughs> yes, is the answer to that question. Will yes. it have a spinning propeller uh, on top oh, of it? Though? No, no, just one of those, like like right off the love boat. You know, <laughs> yeah, just okay. one of those, those. Like Hugh would wear. Right, yeah, one of those captain hats. <laughs> Kathy. Oh, man. That is so good. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. That was a bit of brilliance there, Jake. <laughs> I love it. Oh, there yeah. there it looks like he uh looks like he tweaked his ankle there, Booner. Let's uh let's go down to Captain Goodtime and get a further report. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Jazz lose by thirty six. Absolutely oh, get blown man. out, but we I'd got have, Captain Goodtime down there. I'd have to have one of those whistles that goes <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. A slide whistle maybe. <laughs> Rudy Gobert's talking to the media. Captain Goodtime's there. Captain just bubbles <laughs> floating around me. Oh, man. want to thank Captain Goodtime for his fine work on the broadcast tonight. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, that that just works so well. I'll tell you what. We come up with our best moments when we're treading water waiting for uh, stuff to happen. Well, I'm, I'm actually starting to wonder, do we only think that's funny? Is that oh, one no, of those where the three of us it, are laughing? It, I think it's pretty it helps, funny. It helps okay. when we know you. And I think a lot of our listeners, they, they know the way you- the way what? Could be. You want to scrub the poop deck, Swabby? Oh, man. No, wait a minute. If we're calling him Captain Goodtime, does the authority that usually comes with uh, the rank of captain come along with it? What do you mean? Do we have to listen to him? Well, we already have to listen to him. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we do a fine job of that. I mean, he's, the, he's the producer of the show. If we're, you haven't been listening to him no, for this long? I, th- I think what it comes with is all the credit and none of the blame, I believe, all right. is how that goes. <laughs> Didn't make it onto the air today. Oh, well, you know, Captain Good Time stuff happens. <laughs> oh, is this on button supposed to be pressed? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, since, we're, since we're treading water, did you guys see that uh, in the latest mock draft at CBS Sports, they have uh, Zach Wilson going to the Carolina Panthers. 
and they think uh, that's a good mix. The guy writes, uh, well, he has the, he, the Carolina picking at number seven. He says, hello, I would love this fit. Wilson uh, in Joe Brady's spread offense would be dynamic. Hold that thought, Gordon. We've got Jordan Clarkson. All right. We'll coach was talking. Oh, you're good. <laughs> All right. We'll start with Eric Alden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, JC. Good to uh, see you. Hope you're doing well. Um, so, Dennis mentioned the other day that when it came to negotiating with you in free agency, that you had some opportunities from, from glamour markets, from big markets. Uh, what made you ultimately decide that coming back to the jazz was your best option? Um, just the relationships with everybody, you know, the guys, uh, you know, they've been great. The relationship with coach um, and overall just the fit uh, in the city. It's been great to me as well. Um, just feeling comfortable, uh, uh, peace of mind, um, and everybody just having the same goal of winning and, and growing together. Uh, I feel like that's where uh, it all came for me and, you know, wanting to, you know, keep continue to grow here, keep continue to do great things here in Utah um, with this team. So uh, definitely didn't want to you know, leave these guys. It's a, it's crazy how fast I connected with these guys and, you know, this group. Um, but, you know, it's been great for me and I just didn't want to lose that either. Hey, Jordan, can you flip your phone sideways? It's better for the camera. Oh. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. All right. Next we'll go Kristen Kenny, Jazz TV. Hey, Jordan. Uh, congrats, first and foremost. And it's kind of a follow-up on just what you were talking about, two-part question here. Um, number one, you touch on that relationship. I know you and Don are super tight, and he also was your champion and, and the voice in the ears of Dennis Lindsay, according to Lindsay himself. Just can you touch more on that bond and how unique and rare that bond is with this group? And then how important that relationship's going to be, especially in the closeness and keeping this group together with all the uncertainty that we're facing in this upcoming season. Right. Uh, definitely. Uh, I didn't really know Don much, uh, you know, before this, uh, but we've grown so close uh, together, you know, talking, texting, um, you know, sharing stories, all kind of stuff, you know, the bubble kind of brought us really close together, uh, just being around each other every day. Um, and then also Rudy too. Uh, Rudy's been, um, you know, very open and, uh, you know, me and him always having talks, uh, conversations, and that relationship has grown, uh, you know, very well as well. And as long as all, all the guys, you know, Joe, uh, Royce, George, you know, you can list them all down the line. You know, we've grown so tight. Uh, it just makes a lot of the things on the court easier, uh, makes us communicate better, talk with each other. Um, even if it, in heated moments when, you know, stuff isn't going bad or adversity. We know we always got each other's back. So uh, when you have a group of guys that, that are able to do that, um, it's a good formula for wins. Um, and I felt like uh, that's what we had uh, going into this. And then, like you said, with the uncertainty of stuff, we know that we all got each other's back. Um, and, you know, adding Derek Favors as well, you know, him having a relationship with the guys before this, um, it's, uh, it's, it's big time, and uh, I think we made some big steps um, with bringing him back as well. So, um, 
I think we're we're in good shape to to do some big big things this year. Thanks, man. Congrats. Next up, we'll go to Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Hey, Jordan. Um, the length of the contract that you signed, the four years, I'm wondering how involved you were with that decision because, I mean, obviously you could have gone with a shorter deal, but you decided to kind of stay here long term. What went into that? Uh, um, I mean, you look at the you know, key guys, key players here, um, you know, we're all kind of, you know, still young um, years. So uh, definitely giving us some time to, you know, accomplish what we want to accomplish and that's win and uh, try to try to uh, win a championship uh, soon, um, you know, here. So uh, that that really went into everything. And best, you see the you know, three, four years that we all here, uh, we just, and you, that just looks at everything from, from the age of, of guys around um, and the team put together, it just gives us time to grow and uh, become what we want to do. Next up, Tony Jones, The Athletic. Hey, Jordan, um, you know, how much did it mean to you to, to be able to, you know, contribute uh, so heavily like you did last year in, in a winning situation? And, and how, how much did that winning environment mean going forward for you? Uh, it meant a lot. You know, losing isn't fun. It takes a toll on you mentally, uh, your body and stuff like that. You know, winning, uh, coming into a winning situation, coming to a winning environment uh, kind of brings the best out of everybody and, uh, you know, pulls people together. And, um, you know, that, I feel like that in and everybody accepting me with open arms and telling me to be who I am and, um, you know, go out there and do what you do, um, be who you are around the guys and everything. Um, you know, it was, it was really big for me. And I think that's why it translated so early for me uh, when we played. So I'm just trying to continue to have that impact in this coming, this coming year and, uh, you know, try to help us win some games. All right, Ben Anderson, kslsports.com. Jordan, beyond just the, the teammates and the coaches that you've talked about, the Jazz made a pretty aggressive offer right as free agency opened for you. Uh, what did that mean to you, just to know that, that they were pretty serious about bringing you back? Say that again. I, it like, broke up a little bit, bro. My bad. Yeah, what did it mean after they made that aggressive offer and you were kind of the first guy they brought back? What did that mean to you that, that, that you were the top priority? Uh, I mean, it just just meant that, you know, they wanted me here and I wanted to be here. I didn't take it as anything else. Um, you know, I, I wish the free agency was earlier and, you know, we could have got it done earlier or something. Uh, but, you know, they wanted me to be here and I wanted to be here as well. So, you know, that's probably why it happened so fast. Um, right when free agency jumped off and, um, you know, I was I was very happy with it. And, you know, I'm happy to be here and uh, can't wait. Uh, to see what we got coming in this uh, in this future. Uh, Nayo Campbell, Utah Jazz. Hey, Jordan. Um, so if we can just go back to your contr contributions. Um, last season was definitely one of your best seasons. Um, what are some of your goals going into this season with it starting? Um, individually, just keep continue to, you know, um, 
work on, you know, my shot distribution in terms of like where that's coming. Um, you know, trying to get paint finishes and, you know, knock down threes. And, you know, when I have my ISO plays, you know, make a play or, you know, my teammates getting better in that area. Uh, and then defensively keep locking in on the terms, um, you know, keep trying to find uh, my niche on that side and, you know, what they need me to do on that end. Um, and they still continued in to, to try to win. I feel like we all got one goal and that's to, you know, get to the playoffs and make noise and, you know, hopefully win a championship one day. And uh, I think that's what, what, what we all shooting for. So them is my goals right there for you. All right, Ryan Miller, KSL. Hey, Jordan, I'm just curious, um, how were you able to form such a strong connection with Coach Snyder just so quickly? Uh, just three letters, M-I-Z. Hey, Ryan, I probably don't even know what that is. Uh, nah, Coach is a uh, coach, been a uh, coach, coach at Missouri. Um, you know, he got Missouri ties and, you know, just him, the way he thinks, uh, way we think, um, are very similar too. And uh, just being able to be open and have open conversations with him, um, you know, it's been great. And then him, he's just such a genius on the court. He just makes, you know, the game so much easier for all of us. Um, you know, when he's open and telling you what he's going to do here and, you know, that's going to help somebody else or what's going to help you, you know, we all depend on each other. And, um, you know, he's and he's open with it and just him having open dialogue with us. It's just it's just a, a great, you know, thing that you can't teach um, and any coach in the league. So I think he's probably one of the best coaches that I had. Hey, Dana Green, ABC4. Hey, Jordan, uh, how much do you think this team didn't get a chance to really show its potential? I mean, Mike battled some injuries early. You came on mid-season. Boyan obviously missed the whole bubble. Did this team really show what it could do last year? And how much of a difference does it make, especially for a guy like you, coming in with your second year in this system now? Um, it, it does make a difference. Um, we coming in with an open canvas. We got we got basically a whole new team. What you saw in the bubble was, I feel like, a, you know, a small sample size because, like you said, no Boyan. You know, Mike was in and out. Um, you know, I think he played the whatever, like three, four games in that, that playoff series. Um, you know, just a lot of changes um, here and there. Uh, we know we're going to have to face adversity through the year, just in the uncertainty stuff that's going to happen throughout the year. But I feel like, you know, with this with this team full strength, I think we could really make some noise. And, um, you know, I, like I said, I think it was just a small sample size of, of what we – we could do that you've seen in um, in that time of you know when I got here and then uh, during the playoffs. All right, we've got a follow up from Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey Jordan, so everyone we've spoken with has, has talked about wanting this team to be able to take that next step and and advance in the playoffs and compete for a championship. What are the things that are going to have to be different as a team this year overall in order to make that happen? Um, to be honest with you, we all just got to hold each other accountable. Keep doing that. Um, you know, keep moving the ball, keep making plays, playing for each other. I think that goes out without said. I think we've done a good job of doing that. But to the point of us just 
uh, holding each other accountable um, and keep playing through adversity. Whatever it is, if something goes down, we got to stay strong and, you know, keep pulling for each other. And, um, you know, that's it, to be honest with you. I think we have a, a, a great system. Uh, everything is great here. Um, and I just think with this last last few things, a little bit of leadership, uh, us talking to each other, us growing, uh, it's, it's going to help us a lot more. And I think um, the biggest thing for us is just holding each other accountable. And I feel like that's going to help us win so many more games. All right, and last question is a follow-up from Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Jordan, you mentioned the open dialogue that Quinn has with the players. What, is, what exactly do you mean by that? What, what kind of open dialogue? I mean, to the point where it's, sometimes we're not even talking about basketball. We're talking about life. We're talking about experiences that we had, um, you know, with basketball, where it's taking us and um, why we think this way and stuff like that. Uh, but just having that with a coach um, and him being that open with us is, is just very, uh, it's very rare, I think. Uh, but he's, he's just doing a great job of doing that. And uh, you even communicating with us uh, points, even when he, he might be upset, but, you know, he's, he's coming at us um, with, with different stuff and, you know, still communicating with us and telling us this and that, um, you know, it, it, goes a, it goes a long way, especially with players. Um, and I think uh, he's done a great job of that. All right, Jordan, that's all we have. Thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate uh, it. Sure. Thank you. Peace, y'all. Thanks, Jordan. All right, there you go. That's Jordan Clarkson from the Jazz. We'll take a, a quick break. We've got Royce O'Neal coming up on the other side. Stay tuned. It's the big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, uh, let's throw it now to Royce O'Neal live with the media. Impact of having that connectivity together, the familiarity, especially going forward in a season that's so uncertain with everything going on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's good. You know, uh, I feel like, you know, we're going to build off of last year. Uh, you know, we missed Bojan in the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, he's getting back healthy. Uh, you know, adding, you know, D-Fave coming back. You know, I had to call him uh, when we found out. And then, uh, but uh, I, I know he's happy to be back. And, you know, just with the new addition of guys, you know, they're going to help add and learn. And then just try to build on that and go from there. All right. Next up, we'll go Ryan Miller, KSL. Hey, Royce, I'm just curious, what have you worked on over the short offseason? What do you think you can still add to your game? Uh, I mean, I worked on everything. You know, I still want to, you know, become a more consistent, better shooter, uh, you know, spacing out the four, uh, being a playmaker, you know, helping getting guys open, you know, attacking the basket myself and then on the defense end, just being that, you know, extra leader along with Rudy. And then, uh, you know, getting the wings and guards, you know, acclimated and, you know, pushing, taking that next leap, you know, working on every aspect of my game. All right, next up, Tony Jones, The Athletic. Hey, Royce, um, you know, what are some of the things that you guys have to do as a team uh, to, to, to make that leap, um, you know, from, you know, a good 51 team, first round, second round to, you know, bona fide contender? I think, uh, you know, it's just going to start on the defensive end. You know, we're going to have games where, you know, our offense isn't going. 
So we know we got to, you know, especially like the last game that we played, we know that defense has got to be there. We got to lock in on that. And then even though we have like, you know, good offensive nights, you know, we can't just like work on like outscoring other teams. So we know we got to put them both together. So I think just us not, you know, going away from the team aspect, you know, playing together, you know, relying on each other. Hi, Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Anyways, just wanted to know your thoughts on Donovan's extension. I mean, I, not, I ain't paying for no more dinners now. You, you know, make more money than he does this year, though. You got your extension earlier. Right. I mean, so I'll take, I'll take now, but after now, okay. after, after, after next year, you know, he got all the dinners. But, no, I'm really happy for him. Uh, you know, seeing, you know, us coming in from day one together, seeing our hardy work, you know, uh, becoming one of the leaders on this team, stepping up, you know, uh, on the offensive and defensive end, you know, taking being an off-court person as well, like in the community and what he does in that aspect. So, I'm, I mean, I'm really happy for him, you know, uh, so I'm just excited. Thanks, Ben Anderson, kslsports.com. Royce, along those lines, your, your deal does kick in this year. What, what does that mean for you? You got to skip free agency this offseason. How, how does it change? What does it feel like? I mean, it felt good not to, you know, worry about it. You know, I was blessed and honored that, you know, I did get another contract. And then, you know, just I got to prove, prove that I'm worth the contract, you know, keep taking my game to the next level, keep getting better every day. You know, no matter what, you know, I'm not going to change. Uh, I mean, it doesn't change the person that I am, the player that I am. I'm still going to do whatever I have to do for us to win and play the game. All right. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Royce, can you just uh, take us back to the aftermath of, of the Game 7 loss to Denver? Just, you know, how long did it take you to kind of get over it, knowing that you guys had had the lead and, and that they came back and knowing you were that close to going to the second round? How long did it take you to kind of get over that and, and kind of get back into basketball mode? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I'm still not over it. I still think about it every day. Uh, every workout that I had, you know, this offseason, I thought about it. Uh, I still watch the last game, you know, all the time. So, I mean, we don't want that feeling to happen again, so. We'll go up, Sarah Todd, Deseret News. When you're watching that last game or any of the games from that series, how much are you missing Boyan, especially with how close some of those games were? Uh, I mean, miss him a lot. You know, his, you know, shot making, uh, his playmaking, you know, um, his defensive aspects and rebounding, you know, is big for us, especially throughout the season. And, you know, he's, you know, it was our second leading scorer on the team. So, you know, that's a big part. But, uh, I mean, we know that, you know, we, we know what we're capable of. Uh, you know, we can't think about it too much, especially going into a new season. So we just got to flush it and then, you know, get ready for this one. Nayo Campbell, Utah Jazz. Um, hey, Royce. So a lot of your teammates have been talking about um, how great of a coach Coach Quinn is. Um, so can you just talk to me about how he has challenged you as a player? I mean, Coach Wayne is great. Uh, I think he puts everybody in situations, you know, to succeed. Uh, I mean, he's very hands-on and very interactive. You know, for myself, I mean, since day one, he just told me to be me. 
Uh, don't try to, you know, be something that I'm not uh, putting me in positions that help me succeed, make the game easier for me. And then him just believing in me, you know, put, leaving me on the court no matter what. All right, the last question will be a follow-up from Eric Walden. Royce, you, you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier just with uh, with Fave being back and everyone being happy about that. Can you speak about, like, what specifically on the court his his impact will do? I mean, several guys have mentioned, you know, the fact that you guys were small, like you having to play four, Boyan having to play four. Um, can you just speak to what he actually brings both offensively and defensively on the court? Yeah, I mean, Fave, you know, he's, he's great. It's both ends, offensively. You know, offensive rebounding, you know, knockdown shots uh, in the mid-range and three-pointers, um, you know, rolling to the rim, finishing. You know, on defense end, he brings that presence, you know, as another rim protector, uh, inside guy, you know, to help us out, you know, help Rudy out. Uh, myself, you know, he's a leader on both ends. You know, he sees the game. He's been around. So, I mean, Fave is a great, great dude and can't wait to play with him again. All right, that's all the questions we have. Thanks so much, Royce. Appreciate you guys. There you go. That is Royce O'Neill and his media availability today as uh, this is kind of what's filling in for media day uh, is we get these individual media sessions, Gordon. And uh, we have uh, just a minute here, and we can uh, digest more of this coming up on the other side. But uh, we've heard a lot from Jordan Clarkson and from uh, from Royce O'Neill there. Uh, where do you want to start? What jumped out at you the most? Because for me... It was uh, certainly Jordan Clarkson talking about why he resigned. That that seemed very interesting to me. It's obvious that he really wants to be here. He likes the community. Uh, he likes his teammates. He talked about the instant connection. I so thought that was Coach Snyder's one of the best coaches he'd ever had. Yeah, right. And uh, talked about his connections to Missouri and why uh, he's been able to identify with Coach. So really interesting stuff. We'll we'll break it all down. Coming up next, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone. on to the big show presented by big o tires stop by your locally owned big o tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires big o tires the team you trust this is 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network it's a big show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone captain good time producing today across the glass <laughs> ahoy uh, trying out a new nickname for Austin today, Captain Goodtime. I kind of like it. You, you picked a yeah. good band. Uh, yeah, we're going with Steve Winwood today, uh, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts for the latest tour news and artist insight. Check them out, LiveNation.com. Back in the day, I used to listen to this CD as I was driving uh, to and fro on the Los Angeles freeways. You lived in L.A.? There were yeah, CDs back then? Yes, there were. Yep. I love L.A. <laughs> Brings back good memories. Nice choice. Thank you. Yeah, what, I like what, what band was he in before? The Spencer Davis Group, which I, I said uh, to Austin he, he should include in today's selections. Mm. You know, he was uh, once considered to be the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. You mean he had consideration for it? Well, 
yeah, he was. He well, anyway, here's the story. Basically, is uh, uh, John Paul Jones and Jimmy Page were studio musicians and played mm-hmm. in some other groups, and they decided, well, why are we, you know, playing on all these albums where everybody else is making money? Let's let's put a band together. And so they uh, considered several lead singers, including Steve Winwood, but eventually saw Robert Plant sing in a bar. That's where they found him. Well, I like uh, I like Steve Winwood, but I think they made the right choice. Well, yeah, it would be a completely different band, a completely different band without that high pitched wail, you know, that went so well with uh, the guitar playing. But anyway, Steve Winwood, I'm a big fan. All right, I think he was in another band too. Yeah, he was. Like the Toys? Does that sound right? The Toys? I thought it was something else, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we should ask Mr. Know-It-All. He probably has a pretty good idea about uh, Steve Winwood's uh, I've always Googled. Constantly. (laughs) Uh, Traffic, the Spencer Davis group. Traffic, what you're thinking? Blind Faith. Is it Blind Faith? He played with Eric Clapton and the Powerhouse. Wow. Eric Clapton played with everybody, didn't he? Ginger Baker's Air Force. That's a band name there. And uh, just simply the band Go. Go. Did he play, did he play with Twisted Sister? Remind me. I doubt it. I okay. doubt it. All right. Jazz Camp underway, uh, Gordon, and uh, enjoying these media availabilities along the way. We did hear from Rudy Gobert uh, last night um, in a little bit of a later one. But, uh, Rudy, you heard Jordan talk about, uh, express his feelings about staying with the team. And uh, Rudy, of course, was asked about his contract situation. He said he wants to be here and he wants to win here. And uh, it's exactly what you'd expect to hear from him. Yeah, I I think uh, I think there's a real good vibe going with the team when players want to play together. And you bring up a good point that they're being paid nicely to do so, but they do have other options. And uh, so I, I think they do enjoy playing together, and they enjoy the roles that they have on the team. And many of them have mentioned Quinn Snyder and one another. I, I think that's healthy, Jake. I know. That may be a little Pollyannish for some people, but I, I, I'm willing to buy it. I, I think it is a factor, and I think it's very healthy to have that on your team. As I read about what's going on with the Clippers, and we've known about some of this stuff before, the lack of chemistry with that team, and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George wanting all these personal favors and stuff that they could do that none of the other players could do. It just seems to add poison to the entire uh, recipe. And the Jazz are seeming able to uh, avoid that stuff. Yeah, yeah every I, once in a while, Rudy Gobert wants the ball a little more, but big deal. That's that's manageable. Well, I, I mean, I, I think Rudy's situation is a little bit more complex. And, uh, yeah, I get your Hunter Dacre Wood uh, uh, take on it, but I, I mean – you know, Rudy you has think it's a, really. Do you think it's hundred acre wood? Or oh, do you think I well, I some truth to it. I think it's more complex. I think Rudy wants to be here. Of course, he does. He wants the Jazz to pay him to be here. Well, of course, it's more complex. That's not the only thing, but it's. So well, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Come out and say, you know what? If I don't get paid, then uh, I want out. I mean, he's not going to say something like that. He's going to say, I want to be here because he wants. I'm just saying that all these players are saying that, and uh, and that's a healthy thing. Yeah, I think Jordan Clarkson's a little bit different, though, because his his name's already on the dotted line. He put his money where his mouth is. I mean, uh, you know, that's and, and well, now you he's talking. Ask yourself the question: Why did he do that? And yeah, he had uh, good money reasons to do it, but he he likes his role here. He likes the guys he plays with. I don't think he's lying. Yeah, I don't think he's lying either. 
I mean, certainly he could have taken less money and gone elsewhere if he really didn't want to be here. He, he could have done that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't. Maybe he could have gotten more money elsewhere and really wanted to stay. I don't know that. Uh, I kind of doubt it. But, I mean, he he showed that he wants to be a member of this team and he wants to be here. And and uh, he could have easily signed a one year deal. He signed a four year deal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and he was asked about that. Right. And the, he said, "Yeah, I want to be here." And I, he sees the relatively young stars on this team. They are they are young, especially Donovan Mitchell. And that there is a bright future ahead uh, to grow with those guys and to emerge as uh, you know real contenders. And he's also probably thinking, well, with Derek Favors now on the team, he's going to have to play even less defense. <laughs> you know what I love about Jordan Clarkson? Of course, he loves his role on the team. Who wouldn't? Yeah, go in there and and play like your hair's on fire and score as much <laughs> as you possibly can. I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, that fits. That suits him just fine. And, and I don't know whether there's another team who is a winning team who uh, who needs him to do that as much as the Jazz do. Well, I mean, it's it's an emerging role that we've seen on other teams, certainly. But that, I mean, the the bench production. But winning, but winning teams? I mean, uh, well, I yeah, mean there's like, a bunch of bad teams out there who would need that. But uh, no, you're like, the Jazz, uh, Jazz are trying to contend in the West, and they still want him when he gets the ball, when he comes in. They want him to, to, like you said, play like his hair's on fire. No, I'm talking about like Lou Williams. I'm talking about your scoring specialist that comes in off the bench, that role. We've seen yeah. many successful teams have somebody in that role. So that's that's his role for the Jazz, and I I get it why he really likes it. Looks fun to me. So and and, we saw, it, and we saw last year that the, the production from the bench was so bad, so bad. That they they needed somebody to do just that, and so now uh, you know I made a joke about the defense, but now you sure up that role, you, you know that reserve unit with Derek Favors on the defensive end, and that's going to help. And you hope that part of uh, of the Jazz can um, be better because the bench was a real weakness last year. It was for the the whole year, and they taped it together a little bit better uh, in the the playoff series against Denver. But I mean, if the there the lineups involving the starters, you know, were were extremely productive. When a starter would leave the floor, you know, things fell off in a hurry. So they, they, that, they did need to shore that up. Well, I think Mike Conley will play a role in that. I think uh, Derek Favors, along with Joe Ingles, will play a role in that uh, with their chemistry that they have going together. Uh, I think all of that will help that strengthen that match. Yeah, I think that's the idea, certainly. All right, uh, coming up right around the corner, we've got an action-packed day. Uh, we've got uh, Tanner Mangum, who is going to join the show, coming up at 3 o'clock, obviously. Uh, we've got Christian Cox, our good friend, at 4, and David Locke is going to jump on the show at 5. So we are very busy. We will get to more coming up next. Stay tuned. It's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.